<sighs> Welcome back. Another yeah. day. Episode three. It's episode three. Episode three, man. I'm so excited, man. We have so much. You know, I'm excited about this episode, but also right before we went on, we were talking about like other episodes that we will be tackling. And I just love it. So real quick, I wanted to um, open the fans, uh, the listeners to this podcast to comment down below and comment things that you want us to tackle as far as like topics, questions that you have, um, different ideas that you've been wrestling because we we need them. We need more insight. We want to cater to you as best as we can. We want to serve you in that um, in that way. Amen. Amen. Uh, just like my brother Gabe said, we want to we want to provide uh, value. We want to add value to your life. Amen. And uh, to me, that's a, that's a relatively that's a newer concept. I always knew about adding value to people's life, um, like from a business perspective. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to find fill a need, or you're trying to find answers to us to a problem. You're trying to bring a solution. You're trying to add value to somebody's life. But it's taken on a whole new level now that. I'm a ministry now that we're a ministry. Right, right. And um now that it's so digital and that um I see it because um me being a consumer of content, uh, I just really love when something is valuable to me. And I now I see it on the other end that wow, I can I meaning Gabe and I, our ministry can really provide value and add value to somebody's life and it's just a beautiful thing and that's what we intend to do. So please Ask your questions, give us feedback, and let us know what you want to hear about, what you want to hear from us, and and help us to add value to your life. Yes, yes. No, I love that. I love the idea, and I definitely feel the same way. Um, I recently got a recommendation on a topic we can do in a song. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, somebody wants us to be more political. Ooh. Does this have anything to do with... The topic we almost discussed for uh no for tonight nope oh, this is completely different yeah completely different uh what? i don't know if you've seen the song um there's this is one artist who was talking about the legislative branch of the government the judicial branch and the executive branch uh fire song almost shared like three four times actually probably gonna share it after tonight but this is there's this i think there's this artist don't know anything about him uh-huh. um but he he goes in he goes in on like the ins and outs i mean super i would say not super in depth but in more in depth than anything that i know yeah yeah wow uh so school, we got schoolhouse that. rocks or uh, no i'm joking <laughs> you know what's, you know no, what schoolhouse rocks is? i don't think i do what is that what oh man i, I guess i am old um yeah you old were you 45 45 46 this summer oh, no, I'm sorry. not even close <laughs> um man schoolhouse rocks to anybody who's old like myself uh they used to make songs about all type of school topics like um government judicial branches i'm just a bill sitting on capitol hill um they'd also do songs about math and crazy stuff but uh really, really? it was a joke schoolhouse rocks obviously this dude is a rapper and he's not a yeah little, yeah not a cartoon now I wonder how how would it sound if I put it up to the mic? Sounded clear to me in my headphones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so pretty much like wow, fire, fire, fire. The whole song Son. is insane, man. It's like <laughs> it's another like it's another encouragement to like creativity. I think whatever that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't looked into the artist, so who knows? You click on his next song, and it's just a bunch of like whatever. I mean, he sounds like Kevin Gates. It does. It sounds like Kevin Gates. Sounds like a young Gates man. Gates. Used, I used to love Gates. Um, I used to listen to him a lot. Yeah, yeah, Gates. Yeah, it sounds like him, right? It does. It sounds like him. It's a young cat with yellow hair. I think his name is like Yellow Something. I wow. think the yellow hair plays into like his persona. Mm. And so he dude killed knocked it. He killed dude, that, Yeah, like and that's like a little bit. He goes in a lot deeper than that. But I feel like so. Yeah, my brother. Shout out my brother Edwin. He was like, y'all should do something like this. Um, because I. But he's like, it's funny because my brother. He's always like, yo, man, I love what you're doing now, but I love your old stuff. So as far your as bro- like, your brother, that's yeah, what your brother he's like he's always like, yo, I'm listening to that old track now, right now. But which one? Which um track in particular is, is he um, was he referring to? He as far as like what he likes of my old stuff. Yeah, yeah. He likes my stuff. Like I made a song. I don't know if you remember, um, Jay Z's song uh, where he's like, light nigga, dark nigga, rich mm-hmm. nigga, faux nigga, yep. poor nigga. I, I made spick, so rich spick, okay. dark spick, light spick, poor spick. Yeah. Um. And so I I made that through like my uh like no matter what you are. Yeah. If you colored, you gonna be you either a light spick or a dark spick, a rich yeah. spick, a poor spick. And so he likes. I used to be like hyper, um, woke kind yeah, of in my yeah. music, and he loves that that agenda. He loves that like kind of like that yeah. opening up of the eyes. And um, so I was like, oh, oh, maybe, maybe. I, don't, <laughs> I, I didn't think about it too much, but just yeah. because I feel like our current topic transcends those topics. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, the, this, like I said, the dude song is nice, and we should fight for it. But um, I feel like we should do it all in light of scripture. So we can, I mean, we should, we can probably break into scriptural topics in that manner. Right. I mean, right. dude, he was like. You just heard it. Like he was in it, but he was flowing nice. It wasn't corny. The the beat was fire. The flow was fire. And and you're learning. Right, right. So you know what I mean? So I definitely I mean, appreciated it, that song. It re- it really did sound like um something you could play, like a teacher who is, has any type of swag, any type of hip to the culture. Would, yeah, yeah. would play that in class and be like, "This is legit." Like, yeah, and kids, that's what y'all should definitely check this out. And that was the video. The video he's it in the classroom. It? Like the video's fire, okay. man. The I mean, if fire. I'm in high school right now and I'm in that topic in history class, I'm definitely listening to that over and over. Oh like, yeah. Hold on, what did he say? The legislator with it did it did it. I'm like, okay. You know what? I yeah. might bring that up to my history teacher in sixth grade tomorrow because there's no curses in it. Mm-hmm. There isn't no violence in it. It's like literally just teaching them. And um, I think that'll be a dope uh, Definitely. thing to show these kids. I, I mean, it sounded like the artist was intentional about that. Like that was that. I feel like that's the point of the, of the yep. video is teaching teaching us. I mean, it's so true. I mean, I guess right. we're gonna get into twenty twenty elections now, 
inevitably, hey. I guess this was God's plan. But <laughs> we we were talking about maybe getting into the elections, and I feel like I don't know enough to have an opinion, but I can go in this route as far as like it is true. Like we get together every four years and try to vote on this president. Mm-hmm. But dude, I get, like the guy said in the in the um in the video in the song. There, we have to get into like the executive, in, into the the judicial branch, the executive branch, like all of them. Right. We have to get into them all, and we got to we got to vote on a local, um, stage and right. um, really do our part. Like we can't have an opinion or have or be peeved or or vexed if we're not gonna go out there and do it. Like you can talk about how horrible Trump is or blah blah blah, how bad your circumstances are, but. If you're not out there voting for your local government, for your mayor, or even lower, like, um, then we we can't we can't make a change unless we start at the very bottom and Man. and implement this. Um, and so I mean, it's not it's not a hill that I'm gonna die on, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna be paying a little more attention and trying to like vote local and right, right. seeing how it how it works. But I feel like if we're gonna have an opinion or speak up on how much we hate the system. We got to be doing something about it. Right. 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 Man, for me and uh, the culture I've always been around, we don't, we're very, uh, very ignorant to that. Very ignorant to it and just. Un- yeah, like, me too. We don't, do, we don't do our due diligence to dive into it and, and figure out what it's all about, study it for ourselves, research it. Like, it's just not what we do. And, um, for me, l- lately, I'm just seeing like the effects of of cell phone devices, like really taking people's attention off off of everything but what they want to fill their minds with. So, like mm-hmm. phone phone cell phones are really keeping people tuned into exactly what they want to be tuned in when they want to be tuned into it. Yeah. So, um. Feel like that plays into like a lot of the media manipulation thing. I I can't even pinpoint the effect, but like just lately, God's put it so heavy on my heart that we are just so into what we're into, and I'm guilty of it because I do it with my certain YouTube videos that I be watching. That we are that it's consuming it's consuming our energy to do anything else, like anything else, right? Like oh, so you feel? Are you talking about like we might even get so exhausted on hearing about the news or talking about it that we don't actually get into changing it or doing something about it? I think we're just too consumed. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You get home from work, you might be on your phone for two hours. Next thing you know, I'm tired and I'm going to bed. Like I'm not gonna go look at who I should vote for. Yeah, I'm not gonna go better myself. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just so caught up in the next video and clicking again and clicking again. And I see it, bro. And I see it in young people and old people. And it's like. I don't know what this direction is. And that could lead to so many more uh, of the these problems where it's like, man, these people are just, they scared of the coronavirus. They scared of this, that, and the yeah, third. Yeah. We're just going to put this person in the office. We're just going to keep doing this. And it's like, it's Agreed. not a scary thought, but it's like, I'm seeing it unfold. And I I don't know. I don't know. The only answer is to like, tell everybody, get off, get off your phone and get into the moment and be in, in tune with reality and start doing your due diligence and your homework. But who's going to listen to me? Yeah, I man, I am so like in tune with what you just said, man, and I, I feel like it's I, I almost even, like I can't an even epidemic, put it into man. Exa- that's without me going into details. I don't have the words for it. I truly believe it's an epidemic. Last it's, last week, yeah. I put the I put I went off of my phone for just like one day, and I 
literally felt the difference. Uh, I was only checking messages and answering calls. I wasn't scrolling YouTube. I wasn't scrolling Facebook. I wasn't scrolling Instagram. But it literally is consuming our minds and our attention. Yeah. I'm trying to look up this quote. Um, here it is. So it's like, uh, oh, make any noise. Excuse me. Just wait for it. Wait for good. it. Anyway, so I mean, I'm gonna paraphrase it. We're in. We're in an uh, in an era of too much information. Mm-hmm. Too much information, and we spoke about it on the on the first on our first podcast of season two. Uh, where we quoted Denzel, where he's like, you're either, um, the news, you're either getting, now I almost want to pull him up. But anyway, <laughs> it's like the media has been pushed to this frenzy where they're not even combing through their own information. They just yeah. want to get the information out. Right. And so that's why, um, but it's like, it's reckless though. I feel like it's reckless. That's why you'll, you'll get a bunch of news at first, is this, that, and that happened, and then a couple hours later, it's like, no, let's subtract. Only these things happened. Yeah. And then maybe even like a day later, it's like, as a matter of fact, the, the complete opposite happened. Right, right. And so like the biggest- Because like, like you said, they're in a rush to get it out. They're in a rush to get it out. And also there's like more than ever, I feel like there is an agenda behind these things. So mm-hmm. for example, with the- when. The general Suleimani was killed. Where they blamed it all on Trump. Like, oh, he 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 used his power too much. He didn't tell nobody he was gonna kill this guy. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, where come to find out, this Suleimani guy, complete terrorist, complete <laughs> evil, murking people. But in the media, yeah. it was like he was some kind of hero. Like he, wow. oh, how dare Trump attack him? Blah blah blah. Yeah. He was a hero. He was great. That agenda was because they hate Trump. And yeah. so anything to put uh, dirt on Trump's name, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying Trump is the best guy, but in this particular that, case, that was their Suleimani, agenda. W- horrible mm-hmm. person. I mean, we know biblically everyone is bad, but dude right. was out here like working with terrorists and right. like he hates uh Jews and like so so many things where this guy is not a good guy. Right. Um and so like but the media kind of painted him like some kind of hero where it was it was almost like it was insane when I started to look into it. I was like, oh snap. Um this is kind of this is kind of a little upsetting. Yeah. Because they they have this agenda that's so strong that they're willing to mislead right uh people just because they hate this sitting president right and so i I just thought that was uh interesting and i think it plays to what uh denzel washington was saying where like we're in this it's too much information out here information and and again it's like things happen so much it begins to dull our reactions yeah yeah especially like with the whole um we were talking about like racial issues earlier before the podcast but as far as like um the over policing of minorities. Right, right. And like the over, like literally cops out here executing black people because they decide to move. Right. Or like I've seen videos where the cop was like, all right, bring your wallet out. And the, he brings his wallet out and the cop shoots 20 times. Right. 
And so I feel like we're seeing it so much that it's, it's, it uh, desensitizes desensitizing us. us. Yep. And I feel like that happens with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I I mainly noticed it with like police brutality. Yep. Um, but I'm now noticing it with a lot of things. What about with um two other things that immediately come to mind is um natural disasters. It's like oh another another, another hurricane. Yeah, it's just like another thing, and, and and you're so the phone puts it in your face, mm-hmm. but it puts you like almost in another universe. Yeah, because you're like oh that's horrible, but then you put your phone down exactly. and you continue to like whatever eat your Ma- sandwich. Even even mass shootings like mass shootings has become another, another one. one. Um, it's like we're so desensitized, especially in this right. culture, because it's not. I mean, but it's funny in this culture because it's happening in this culture. But it's at happening. the same time, I think America's ranked number one for school shootings, and I think in other countries it's like unheard of. It's like, what are you talking about? Right, right. But like this whole thing where <clears throat> it's become so, we don't even hear. It's not most of these things aren't even in in the news anymore. Right. Uh, because of certain agendas, like I guess. They they'll refuse to show us some stories because they have this one point that they want to make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I I mean I don't know I mentioned all these things but I have like you said maybe put the phone down and do things or pick certain topics that mean enough to you for you to go out into the public and fight for. Uh, but I feel like all of this is like a all of these things are pro life arguments in the way where. Like fighting for any one of those things, it is pro life, and 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 um, you're trying to by fighting for it, you're trying to make a stand for better living. Yeah. Whether it's police brutality, whether it's abortion itself, whether it's like news articles, actually, I think we have to, like you said, put the phone down, read a little more, yeah. get into other news sources, not things that are so readily available as mm-hmm. far as like cable TV when it comes to news. Right. Um, but actually like maybe even picking up articles in those countries or towns that it's right. happening in. Um, for example, like with the Flint, Michigan crisis, which is still going on, people still have bad water. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's insane. Like I feel like, and I mean, me personally, I haven't cared about that or thought about that until right now. Right. And so what, how, how, so it's making me see it's tough exactly man. how um distant right how distant um being close to something can be right or can like it, the closer we are to having the information in our heads or in our hands the more distant we become as far as repetition it's like nah, so many so many thoughts on that on every on all of it but i i know I know this, that the media intends intentionally to divide. So you're either on the side of this or that. You're for Trump, you're against Trump. You're pro-black, you're pro-life. Um, it's always trying to divide because division causes arguments, causes discussions, causes attention and stirs right. people up and ultimately gets bigger, yeah, bigger can, ratings. Like Right, right. And you, that, yeah, I love that you hit on that because... Um, we can definitely see like pulling back and stepping back mm-hmm. and actually noticing that we got to put these, the, the, we got to put things down and actually think about it. Yeah. You can see where the enemy is blatantly involved, yep. especially with the division. Yeah. Cause there's so many things that are wrong 
that it almost becomes, like I said, it, this it desensitizes us. So it's like, all right, all this is wrong. It's like, cause like when, when I was being told about like systematic racism and, and culture and different, different parts of culture, mm -hmm. it's, it was almost like, as I was listening, I'm like, oh my goodness, there's, right. how do I, how, how, first of all, it's 2020. Right. How is this still happening? But also like, it's so big. Right. Like it's, it's, it's steeped into so many different parts of our culture. Right. As far as like, um, the systematic oppression of people. Right. Because of their race. So I feel like maybe, so all right, so definitely KKK is still around, mm. but they're infiltrated into like judges, doctors, yeah. lawyers, like owners, you know, it's not, it's not, what we see is a bunch of quote unquote rednecks, I don't know, whatever, in, in the right. back of a no, truck. We see that, but we don't see the It's way more intentional the and strategic. Yes. And so the agenda is hidden. And I think that. That's why it's been able to stay around for so long. Yeah. It's because, like, biblically speaking, it's a heart issue. Right, and right. So man is fallen number one. And then we get into like which categories is he falling in? And that's how what I get fallen, you from, know what from I mean? all like, of it. It's right. It's different categories of things. Um sin, uh, sin, sin obviously in general, the underlining problem, but like the hatred, which mm -hmm. is which is ties directly to the racism. The greed, which ties into the way we're racist and the way we're oppressing other people, but like you said, it it all stems from from sin, and it's been so long that it's man, it's so flawed, and it just shows us like the direction that the Bible tells us that we're we're headed into. So yeah, we want to do all we can. We see it everywhere in the news, and it's like you we all we automatically become like problem solvers we go into problem solving mode mm -hmm. so we look at these things like um you know studying like if it's a government problem well we don't even know our, our local politics we don't know any politics um but we're seeing it on a on a national scale but we can't individually can't solve it on a national scale right so we right, have right. to start with what's around us which brings me back to my point of putting down the phone phone and being present and like the only reason I know about the world that I live in it is because I'm living in it, and that that world is uh, the school system and the public health and the public uh, community system. The only reason I know about it is because I'm living it and I'm having conversations, I'm talking to people, I'm learning from a top down like how these structures work, mm -hmm. where there's a need, who's in charge, who gets to the money, how they get to the money. It's like you see it on a local level because you're living it. And it's almost to the point, yeah, I'm getting desensitized by the news, but it's also to the point where it's like, ain't nothing I can do about Michigan and their water. Like, I got problems here. Right, right, right It's not right. that I don't care about your problems. It's that um, I have to address what's around me, to the be at least to the best of my ability, because it affects the people that's immediately around me. Um, but I also know at, at the same token, if you can understand how a, a local situation works, government, um, you can make some like drastic changes in that local area. Yes, you can. But if mm -hmm. you want to benefit, so in our case, we want to benefit the black and brown community. We don't benefit everybody, but it's that much harder for a black and brown person to be in a position of power to make a change locally. 
that much like how much harder to be you we become a black president like you swinging for defenses it's doable yeah, yeah. it's doable and now you're talking you're talking nationwide um um help you you're talking about a nationwide um solution or are you trying to fix things on a nationwide scale back it up to your local situation you want to make right. a, a real change locally because it's, you can't you can't like like we've seen it with obama was like, oh mm -hmm. finally black guys in the office we're good yeah. <laughs> i mean that was like if you really look into it one of the worst times for black and brown people like yeah. when you look into it i've done a little bit of digging but it's almost like whoa yeah like we were we were we were sold this bill of dreams like right. oh you we give you a black guy shut up for the next eight years <laughs> and, and like, that's exactly what happened it was like the song said like he is answering to he somebody. He can only do as much as yeah. He can. He ain't right, in there slapping people around, yes telling no. you, telling you to do this, that, right. and third. Like he still has to answer to somebody. Imagine, imagine if we had Obama with a Trump attitude. That would have been. I feel like that's almost impossible. Another because, crazy thing is Trump got more money than him. Like he got more bread, so that makes a difference. That makes a difference because now Obama had to make so much money off these certain exactly. donors you and he rely has to do some on more people because he got this money. Yeah. Um. So he almost you almost can't unless you're a billionaire. But I say that to say that um, you're right. We can't just focus on the big picture because that's not how you change things. You got to mm -hmm. change the little pieces. Right. Um, and not, I'm not even saying to, cause I'm not even fully invested in making this the goal. My goal is to bring the gospel to as many people right, as right. possible and show them without this heart change, mm -hmm. none of that is, you can, you can accomplish all these things and live in a utopian society. Right. But at the same time, you can be a, a, a utopian society of atheists. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So as, as if you're not, if we're not focused on the central issue. Like the reason why all of this is happening is because we live in a fallen world right. and a fallen creation. And now this is not how it was planned to be. This wasn't this. Yes, this is how it was planned to be biblically speaking, but the, the biblical perception of a saved creation and a in tune with God relational creation is light years away from what we're living in now. Mm -hmm. As far as like, like, Forget having a dog. You could have a lion for a pet and chill with him. And where you guys are, you know what I mean? Like all this, even, I feel like even to the meat, the meat eating thing, mm -hmm. we, we see Adam and Eve living in the garden. It could have been years, could have been days, weeks, whatever it was. Yeah. The Bible isn't uh, explicit on these things, but no mention of them eating meat. It's always eating from the true, the, 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 the trees and all right. that stuff. And so like, when you look into like, um, the sciences and the studies of the human body, like our teeth aren't even designed to be eating meat. Yeah. You I know heard that I mean? recently too. It's like, so it's like, um, just off that, just off that premise, the fact that it can be argued that we weren't even designed to eat meat or the, or the, the, the perception is not to be eating meat. Cause I don't want to say the, the initial plan. Cause God is a one plan person. Right. God is a one plan. God. Mm hmm. The Bible is very explicit, is very clear that God knows the end from the beginning. Right. He knows it all, and, and nothing can thwart his plans. He's completely sovereign. 
this is playing out because he planned it to play out this way. Mm-hmm. Let's not get that mixed up. Right. Now we can see the beauty of what to look forward to because we're basically going to be like it says we're going to be on an earth in the in that God perception, right? Without sin, without all these things, and so that's why I say like yes, we can fight and get it to where I mean I I know it would never happen, but we can get to that utopia. We can theoretically get to that utopian right. society, but without the gospel. Without the regenerate heart, without Christ, without salvation, all of it's for naught. Right. Now, I definitely don't want to say all that and say this is why just don't fight for it mm-hmm. and just get through it. No, yes, know the truth that you must be saved by Christ. Right. And that's the only way you can be saved. But also fight for these things and right. fight for your fellow man, right? So love the Lord your God. Have no other gods. The Lord mm-hmm. your God is one. Love yep. the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, strength, soul, and love your neighbor, right? Those right. things are, I mean, the Bible put it that, God wrote it that way. There's one and then there's the other. Right. But they're they're mixed. They're entertaining. You cannot separate them except for by way of like uh, which one comes first and which one comes second. Right. We right. love God with all our heart, soul, mind, strength. And then we love our neighbor. So because we love God, we love our neighbor. Right. And so I don't think you can have one or the, you can't, like, Christ is very straightforward with this. If you, you can't hate someone. Right. And love your God. So essentially we can't just get saved, love God, and, and, neg- and neglect it. everybody else. Oh, this world's going to hell. <laughs> right. Uh, but, I'm, but I'm going to heaven. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just chill, read my Bible, stay to myself. Nah, we can't do right, that. Right, right, right. And we so you get, you get things like hyper-Calvinism where, um, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm not going to do ministry like because it's cause... God's plan and God's <laughs> going to save them. Yeah. Like, no, God. Or they're damned already and right. there's no point. It's like no point. You can't fall into that, into nah. that, uh, that mind state. And so, like, we were talking about stewardship, and we are talking about um, being a saved millionaire. Love God and your neighbor. Love God with, with everything you have. And you can do that, and you can love your neighbor, and you can also work your butt off and right. have a great life. Right. You can also do that thing. Don't make that the point. Don't make that your God. The point to further the gospel, mm-hmm. which which you just said that not too long ago. You're like, my, my goal in all this is to spread the gospel. Right. So, for example, like more better position, better power, better money to spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. So, like on a we go back to a local level. If 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 this was my heart, so my heart is the same as yours. We we want to spread this gospel Mm -hmm. because it's not my heart to get into politics, law, medicine, or anything like that. I want to spread the gospel to the people who do want to get in that. So now you so now you know the Lord. Now you're walking after the things of the faith. And now you become a local politician. Now you see the the oppression and the systematic struggle that's going on. You have the Lord. You're you're planning. You're praying. You're fasting. You're growing, and you're led in that area to make those changes mm-hmm. with the heart mm-hmm. for politics. You grow in your popularity. You gain those votes. You raise the funds. You're all you're all doing this led by God, pl- praying and consecrating yourself to be led while you're doing this ministry mm-hmm. to be a, pol- a a politician to a successful level. And you become that on a local level. Now, and what I've seen lately that's been abundantly clear is just how much God is um, blessing the things that we put our 
our efforts toward when we put him first. Right, like I'm right. seeing how and bl- blessing whatever it looks like, I, I it's it's successful. Mm-hmm. So a, a person who's led by God who goes into the field of, field of politics, he's gonna lead you, and you you will, uh, what do you call it? Um, you're an, you're an ambassador. So you come in there with the with the kingdom mindset and the kingdom way of do, operating, and you bring that level of excellence. And there's a change that's going to happen. So when led by Christ, I I just know that, you know, we say all things are, are possible to those who believe, and we're doing His will. You know, when you when you're really in the faith. You're after right. his will. So mm-hmm. the changes that you make in there is going to be according to his will. And exactly. the amount of impact you can have at a local level, if your heart is is for the politics and you're led by Christ, is incredible. The impact that you can have. And um, we just want to, like, like you said, we just want to spark those individuals who are going to go into these fields led by Christ. So they're going to yes. be those politicians who are led by Christ doing things a godly way. God gives you that position of authority and you're going to do things the way God would want you to do it. The the lawyers, the doctors, whatever. So as this community builds up, now you have the majority of people are Christ-minded rather than Mm -hmm. what it Mm -hmm. realistically is, is the majority of people is not Christ-minded. So now you're just building up these small pockets of communities and I believe that that is very doable. Like I live in Salem. There's like twelve thousand people, fifteen thousand people. So if I if my heart was to be a mayor, I promise you I'd be the mayor because yeah, I would yeah, I would yeah. go all in. But I'm not. Right. It's not my heart, and I would go all in for Christ. I would and I would change the whole city. Like mm-hmm, I I know mm-hmm. I would because my heart is in music, and God has allowed us to be successful in that area and impact so many people. That's where my heart is. But mm-hmm. but I, I like no lie. If I, my heart was in politics, I'd be doing politics and shaking up this whole town. But it's just not where I'm led. So again, my job is to spread the gospel to that person who is going to run for politics, and you can right, really right. make an impact on a small scale. And that's so. That's what's so beautiful about the love your neighbor part. Mm-hmm. Like you, like like you were saying a little bit ago, and I think it's so important to keep the gospel close to the chest. Mm-hmm. And I say that. What I mean by that is, like you said, um, we'll, we'll, t- we'll take the scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is only in the will of God, for the right. will of God, by the strength of God, for the glorification of God. Right. So that's why my, my point things. was like, when you're walking, when you're right. walking in the faith I, after the things of the faith. Amen. And so that's why I love the, the fact that you brought that up. And so uh, what is our goal and what is our our passion? Make sure it aligns with the word. And is it for the for the end game of the glorification of the name of God, right. of our God? Right. And so if it is, the sky is the limit. Right. Because God is going to push forward his agenda no matter what. And so if you align yourself with the gospel and just put away things, that's why, like, if you went into politics, it'd probably go horribly for you because <laughs> it's n- number one, like you said, it's not in your heart it's to do heart. that. Um, and if it's for the wrong reasons, right, it's for the wrong reasons is what I'm trying to get at. Popularity, power, <laughs> greed, because right. there'd be some money. Mm-hmm. And so if each of, if 
if each one of us Christians got together, and like you said, that's another another part. I want like your end, the way you ended that, it was lovely. Is like the community part where, mm-hmm. like, okay, we're the rappers. Yeah, let's get with the politicians. Mm-hmm. Let's let them get with the human rights people and all Christian minded people. Let's let let's let's get the human rights people with the 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 Christians in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Let's get the Christians in the medical field with the people in like uh, other 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 areas um, that need improvement. Right, and in doing so, you can. You can better the world in a gospel fashion, right? Right. So you can go hard for these things, but in light of the gospel, right? And so the way what I mean by that is that say you're in a dark tunnel, the gospel's your light. Move accordingly as right. the as the gospel pushes you forward, not in a way of well, you know, this whole thing is planned anyway, so um, bad things have to happen to get us to the end. Like that's not how. I feel like that is not kingdom minded. Nope, that's not well done. That's my good biblical. and faithful servant. It's not right. It's not. Nah, it's like you was slacking this whole time. Like right, like you forgot to. You didn't run this race. With Especially everything. like when Christ puts himself like in other people's shoes in that mm-hmm. one part of scripture where he's like, "When you gave to this person, you were given to me, or when you didn't give, you weren't what you given did, to me." What you did to the least of these, you've done to me. Right, and I feel like that part is so beautiful because if we look at that, mm-hmm. if we look at our lives and live our lives in that manner. Feel like so much can be done. Lend without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Right, right. Who, who does that? It's, yeah, it's hard for for me to even do that. <laughs> but I feel like that's the goal. Yeah. Um, like number one, like we said, love the Lord your God with everything you have. And if that is true, mm-hmm. if with every Adam piece of you adam eve if everything of you if that is true in your heart your mind your soul your strength if it is true Mm -hmm. the second will come out yeah the love your neighbor will come out same thing like if you if you really love christ that's his order god does everything in order everything is he wouldn't say that first and and then expect you to do the next part right exactly because you can't you can't right you cannot love your neighbor if you don't love god right it's and same thing with the with the fruit of the spirit. Like, if you truly, 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 with every ounce in your being, submit to Christ, repent, turn away, like ask Him to help you turn away, or even like the one prayer, God, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Right. If that is a true, if you truly cry out, cry out to God, the Scripture says He's going to answer you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you can look at all right. So how am I? How have I? So in in like another example. If you professed Christ uh, like a year ago and you still just in your own, you still in your own way, yep. that should cause you to like, okay, let me, was I serious about this? Because we're not saying that you profess Christ and then you work to get all these, right. all this fruit of the spirit. No, that's the opposite. We're saying that number one, you can't have these nine attributes in and of yourself. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to go away or maybe you can have one of them, but you can't have them all. Um, at the core of your being without the help of the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. And so th- those go like beyond the the outside. So like I said, because you can have amazing atheists. You right. can have people who just don't want nothing to do with God. Matter of fact, think that they can live that way perfectly. 
And you can have great people like Elon Musk, for example. He doesn't profess God. He, and matter of fact, in one of in in his Joe Rogan podcast interview, he was talking about you know this might be a simulation and da 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 da. da. Yeah. But look at all the good that's come out from from him, right? And he just does not believe in God. So I say that to say that people who don't believe in God or who even hate God, they can outshine a Christian. Yeah. Especially in ethics. And so that's that's why I say like you can we can have a utopia. Yeah. For it's almost like for what? For if what? the end is hell. Right. And so but but <laughs> not but that doesn't that doesn't mean don't try to right. make your life better. Don't don't try don't try to make you don't try to not make your life better. Yeah. Because all you gotta do is be saved and, and just die one day, hopefully soon, so that you can live. No, you can have um a great life here, but like we said earlier, like you were saying, like run with the gospel close to your chest, let that right. be the light in which you move, and then I feel like it'll be it it'll be amazing. Same thing like imagine like the reformers, like William Tyndale, like, or even like King James, like, what if they're like, what if they never decided to translate the Bible? Right, right. That stuff was hard. Like, right. these cats were burned at the stake because they wanted to make the Bible accessible. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they wanted to translate from Latin to English, and so they were murdered and, and dragged they, through the town. And they had no Instagram followers. They had no Instagram None. followers. And matter of fact, they. They were at peace with that. Yep. They were at peace. Like, you know the drink Bloody Mary? Mm-hmm. Look, Google Bloody it. Mary and who she was. Just evil, vile. She was a she was a murderer out here. But <clears throat> but like I said, I say that to say that these brothers, they got the gospel. They understood it. They believed it. Right. More than most of us today. Like but the main point was they didn't just sit with that in their basement and keep it to themselves. They spread right. that, and then they actually moved to better the situation that they were living in. Right. Same thing with like Christianity when it comes to healthcare. Like it used to be where uh, this was just a practice. The people would deal with dead bodies, and then after that, they would go to this bowl of water and dip their hands in the water and then deliver a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that was just a practice. Not because they initially intended to do it, but that's because that's how it was done. And that's why you had so many deaths of mothers, infant mortality rates were insane. Infections, but the introduction bacteria. of like being clean was a Christian thing. Mm. And so like the Christian influence on the world is just amazing. One book I decide that I definitely encourage people to get is um a book by Dennis D'Souza. Why am I forgetting the title? Oh my goodness. What's so great about Christianity? A book mm. that I'm currently reading right now, still reading slowly, but it's been <laughs> it's been amazing, man. It's been amazing yeah. just like seeing it, and um, and the importance of what we were saying earlier, like put your media down mm-hmm. and really study and research these things. Yeah, and they'll just be talking out your butt about topics that you don't know about. Yeah. I mean, some of these topics that we've talked about, I know very little about. Yeah, and so stay stay on the outline. If you don't know much, then you know I can't tell you. The sciences and and the exact events of how they went from touching dead bodies to actually washing and scrubbing up and doing all that—I can't tell you that, but I can tell you that 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 happened. That happened. That happened. Look same it, thing look with it like up. same thing with like Tyndale. I can't tell you exactly how he died. I think it was burned at the stake, but I know that he was martyred because mm. of what he did. He decided to 
want to get the Bible into the hands of the common folk. Same thing with like um, Martin Luther. I forget how he actually died, but I can tell you what happened, like why he fought the Roman Catholic Church and why he stood his ground. Right. Same thing like Galileo. Like um, scientists love to, atheists love to say, look at what Christianity did to Galileo. He he figured this out. Um, I think his one of his um, findings was that we that the that everything doesn't revolve around the earth rather that the planet that earth is in a line of other planets and we go around the sun the sun doesn't go around us right um and they love to say look when when he told that to the christians they put him in house arrest tortured him he had a horrible life when in fact if you look into his life he had a great life (laughs) yes he was on house arrest but it wasn't anywhere near what they like dude was was allowed to do whatever he wanted. He just had to go back to his crib every night. Yeah. And so like it was like it's much more freeing and then you're able to actually make sense instead of like making nonsensical statements. So definitely, like I said, I mean I'm like I feel like I'm rambling at this point. But moral of the story, <laughs> hold the gospel close to your chest, love the Lord your God with everything you have, love your neighbor. Don't be afraid to stand up for causes that you feel are in your heart. Um, I'm not telling people to riot because I don't think at the same time, I don't think marching around will do anything. No, it's not. Effective. I mean, yes, it's annoying and maybe things will happen in the long run, but I feel like it's much more strategic if you get into the systems and try to change them from within. Yep. Strategy, strength in numbers. Um, the last thing I wanted, there's like a million things I wanted to say in there, but I can't even remember. I'm sorry. I just went on this like, nah, I just, <laughs> Thoughts and thoughts popped up and then faded away. But the one thing that mm-hmm. stuck was um, if we go back to our goal, you and I, we want to spread the gospel. And um, to, to these other people, we sparked their um, we sparked their faith and ignite their ministry. So now these people are going off doing their things, their politics, their lawyers, their doctors, whatever. Um, but let's not forget their peers. So you and I, we do, we walk, daily and I'm, i don't know about you but people like you are in the back of my mind of i'm 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 held i'm being held accountable for what i do so as i live my life as a christian i know that there's other people watching me and there's other people that i don't want to let down but also that are holding me to the standard that we know we're supposed to be living to it's just it's yeah, an yeah, accountability yeah. system my oh, peer yeah. my peers are thorough christians mm-hmm. and that wouldn't happen if we all didn't get ministered to to be woken up right right and to be become this deep in this walk of faith right so, so you can see that line of like ag- events that brought you to where you are now right but even even but more, i also agree i wanted to say it to before i forget mm-hmm. um what you said about being or being in a thorough circle of christian brothers and sisters keeps you accountable because keeps for example you for example, a very personal story that I'm going through right now. In and of myself alone, mm-hmm. without any um, end mission, like for example, truth seekers. I've yeah. been, I've been, Colton has just, you know, I feel very honored to be able to stand up there and teach and give my two cents. If it wasn't for that, I feel like I would not be searching these things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, having this expectation put on me by my brother, yeah, and like, okay, you're gonna teach on this Wednesday. This is the topic. 
without that, like, oh, I, it's almost like now I have to. Right, right. And so, like, I'm being held accountable. Okay, no, I, I, I can't just go up there and, and have mouth diarrhea. Right. I have to actually, number one, take these lofty ideas and lofty attributes of God, almost like simplify them to the to the term of the common man. So know the know the material. Know the material. Be able to translate the material into an easier way of expressing it. Mm-hmm. And um it's been like this journey of like it's amazing because I feel like I feel like God knows that without these things I wouldn't my personality mm-hmm. I wouldn't be diving in deeper. You wouldn't be in the, that position. I wouldn't be in the position. I wouldn't be diving in deeper. I, I wouldn't be reading my word because, you know, it's just, that's just who I am. I'm, right. I'm a lazy person. I, I've come to grips with it. I've come to accept it. I'm just, <laughs> there's no other way of saying it. Without, without these, I'm going to call them jobs. Without these jobs, having to be at this area, teaching this certain thing, I don't think I'd be diving into scripture but, as much but, as I am now. But look at the gospel though. We do that. We do these things for God. So the mm-hmm. difference between you teaching at Truth Seekers and a TED Talk is that you do this for the glory of God. Right, right. Then you do it to get Colton's approval because that in not that we're being partial, but Colton puts you up there. Like mm-hmm. it's his platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He set the bar high, and he's expecting you to do to do well. So after God, you want to do it right for Colton, and that's your boy. That's yeah, that's and very obviously true. Obviously, a that's very very, very close next thing is everybody else who's receiving it, but. Unlike a TED Talk, we 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 do this for God. Like, I don't want to let you down, God. I don't want to be a poor steward of the position you put me in and the information I'm about to share. Whereas a TED Talk is like, I want to sound, I don't know what they're thinking, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, who yeah, are you trying yeah, to, who, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, who, no, yeah, that's, who that's, are you doing this for? I'm happy that you brought for, it who up. Who are you doing this for first? Right. I should say. I'm happy that you brought it up because same thing with you, my brother. Like, I feel accountable to... Be on my nitty gritty because I have someone who is you, my counterpart. You're going hard too. I'm not sure why you're doing it, but the reason why (laughs) I go hard for this ministry, yes, first for God, but also because like, yo, I appreciate you, bro. Like all the time you put in, like, look at us. We're sitting in the studio. One thing that stuck out to me when I first met you was like, uh, you were talking about like, um, I don't know if you said it's discouraging to have to give somebody like studio time and them not appreciate it or even like not even studio time, but like offering the service and then it not being appreciated. It almost feels horrible. Like same, Mm -hmm. like if I do like free shoots for people, video stuff like that. And I can tell like, they're not even taking this serious. It's like, yo, why am I here? Yeah. But also like, so I go hard, like without you, that's another thing. Like these podcasts, these ideas, like, uh, the songs, the music, the Bible studies, all of it, all of it. It's like, yes, I'm doing it all for God because I don't want any of the glory. I don't want any light to shine on me. Mm-hmm. But also, like, he's put someone like you in my life, and we have to bear armor for each other. It's kind of right. like the Spartans, like 300 movie, like something, right. something significant about like that whole battle scene is like, the way that they moved is that you are the shield for your next person. Right, right. You're not your own shield. You're the shield for the next person. They were, they and were that linked. Why, that why the brother next to you, like, it's almost like he determines whether you live or die. Yeah. And you determine whether he lives or dies. So I feel like if we move in that in that mode, and that's the way I move. That's why I said, like, I told Colton this the other day, like, I'm not tooting my own horn, 
but I'm the kind of person that if I have a brother mm-hmm. and we're we're in we're in agreement, I'm gonna go to the death for him. Right. You said and that I, you said I that wish, before. I wish multiple I mean, times. I wish that we can be able to like I wish I can gauge who's gonna do it. But yeah. so far, I feel like you're the same you're the same way. You're gonna go hard with me, for me, me with you, for you, mm-hmm. for God ultimately. But we're not gonna like I just been blessed up to up until this moment. So it's just you know, be able to move correctly, have yeah. that discernment from the Holy Spirit to be able to like, nah, dude is not this stay away from that cat or right, stay away from right. this cat. Or he's put people in my life like my mom has been one hundred percent right all my life when she tells me, I don't know about that guy. Yeah. Or I don't know about that girl. Hmm. And it's like and at the moment I'm like, Mom, you crazy. You don't like nobody. <laughs> but it was always right. She's right. Per they always double cross me or this person just ended up doing something sleazy. Yeah, yeah. And my wife's the same way. Shout out my wife. She she always like she has there's been a couple discernment. people where she was like, I don't know about him. And I'm always like, Oh, you being partial. You, yeah, you hating yeah. babe. What are you talking about? And then months down the road, I'm like, dang, he was right. Man, stop, stop right there. I said it earlier. Um I said it earlier, I forget who I was talking to, but I was like, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of good men left. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Not just men, because I was actually, oh, I was talking to my mom. Uh, she was talking about how the people at her work, the young men that she was hiring, they they was messing around with other coworkers and stuff. And oh, like, dang. It's, and like, man, it's hard to find good help. It's hard to find good men yeah, yeah, left yeah. over. And I know that by the amount of um, qualified single women that are out there. I'm like, man, it's hard. I'm trying to find <laughs> you a husband, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just it's not just men. It's people, man. It's like. That's what I said. It goes like your back mom to is not thing. lying. Like there's so many flawed people, man. There is. There and I, is. I, I take that back to my um my circle growing up. I get that from my brothers. Like you, you just can't you can't be in our circle because you're all, there's something about you is just mm-hmm. it's not sitting right. And and now that I have the discernment of God, it's like man, I love everybody, but man, do I see your sin and and I can point out your flaws from a mile away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and, I, and I can decide whether or not I want to let you in in. Cause yeah, I love I everybody and I, and I give them that love and they know it, but the inner circle mm-hmm. is tighter than a dang. Yeah, yeah, no, tighter than, a, than a, the needle, the eye of a needle uh-huh. is that tight. Amen. So, I, a, but, amen. Amen. But so, so to and then we're looking at what we're trying to do. Like I keep taking it back to spreading the gospel and growing. And we were talking about all the positions in the community, and ha- mm-hmm. and now we're talking about having your peers around you, your armor bearers, your your people you can go to to keep you accountable. How right. much how how much more slim picking is that? Trying mm-hmm. to have somebody to hold you accountable. And I want to tie it all the way together because if I'm running for mayor and I only got one partner around me who's giving me any type of good advice, who's holding me accountable at all, who's praying for me, if I only got one person around me because nobody else, everybody else is a bunch of heathens, well, that means the other people I'm talking to is giving me bad advice, feeding me with other type of mm-hmm, nonsense. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm on my phone, which is feeding me all type of nonsense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how quickly do we go back to, do we uh, start imitating the things around us? Right. So if your whole circle is a bunch of thorough Christians, you're going to be a thorough Christian. Exactly. If Inevitably, one, like you, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Because everywhere you turn. around you. But, gonna... but as our human nature is if is when I'm not with that one friend of mine who's going to hold me accountable and I'm with these other peers, I'm going to start acting like these other peers yeah, for the yeah. most part. You start lacking. Kevin Hart has this um this new thing on Netflix. By the way, I went back to Netflix. 
Yeah. I, I, I canceled it because the whole gay Jesus thing. And then I heard that. I don't think you told me about that. I didn't, all right. So there's a show on Netflix. It's where Jesus is portrayed as a as a in the closet homosexual, and then he there's the this Messi- party. The Messiah, that that one. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe, Messiah? probably. I forget the name. Okay, but it's like this Brazilian uh, production, um, and so I canceled it because there was this whole petition all canceled Netflix. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I was just that's another thing. Like, <laughs> if we were going like off like the dis the disrespect of the Bible, yeah, I would have never bought Netflix to begin with. Yeah. Because, like, all right, so, like, if we're going to worry about this one thing where they depict Jesus as gay, how about all the other shows where they're just straight up blaspheming Christ? Right. And so it's like, all right. Anyway, but I, I canceled Netflix, went to Disney+, Plus, um, and then I and then I read somewhere that Netflix actually pulled the show down. I was like, oh, snap. So they they lost enough people. They counted their, their wrongs. Yeah. So I got it back. I went. I was like, all right, let me give them another chance. Mainly because Disney Plus was getting old for me. I just couldn't do it no more. I needed, I needed, I needed something else. <laughs> yeah. and some, so, some, some other than uh, cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> so I canceled Disney Plus, went back to Netflix. Come to find out, Netflix never canceled the show. It's still up there. It's still up. It's called The Messiah. It's called The Messiah? Okay. Yeah. That rings a bell. It's probably it. And um, so I forgot why I'm saying this. Why did I start saying this? Because mm, Netflix is a bunch of heathens. <laughs> no. <laughs> By Racist. Way, Netflix, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be cool too. <laughs> yeah, 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 do that, do that, pick it up. No, okay, pick yeah, Kevin up. Hart, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. So he has this new show on it, um, where it's pretty much like his life, um, docu series where mm-hmm. like I guess somebody with a camera has been following him for like the past like eight years. Wow. And they've made this thing. I actually follow the guy on Instagram. His it's an Asian fellow. Mm-hmm. He's his camera guy. He just captures everything. Wow. And so they he was doing it while the whole like Kevin Kevin cheating on his wife thing. And um that was the thing. Like Kevin's been around like they're called the plastic cup boys. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he goes, he has this solid circle of people who've been with him since his poor days. Yeah, yeah. And even into his youth. And so the that one time that he went to Vegas, all of them, you know, some of them have wives and they're like, No, I can't go with you, bro. So none of them went with him. Wow. And he went to Vegas alone. And that ended up happening. Like he's not around his brothers, he's not around all, those all armor, his bears. armor bears. Left. Ends up, yeah, they they're gone. He ends up like Eve in the garden alone, and then the serpent comes. Bam, wow. gotcha. I mean, I'm not, I'm not making an excuse for the brother. Like what he did was horrible. Right, right. And you know, it's his fault that he did it. But at the same time, you can see the little dominoes that let up. He's not yep. around his people. He's out there wild, you know, in in the in the, his the prime, he, the wild wild west. He's wild wild west, yep. Vegas. You know what I mean? Um, and so, like, yes, we should stay around solid people Amen. who rock with you, who move like you. Um, yeah, man, I think it's so important to definitely like. I mean, I got, I feel like I have the smallest circle in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So, <laughs> not even the. This one thing I'd be saying to um the kids that I work with, they be talking the middle, especially middle school girls. You know they be going through drama. This friend was my friend this week. Now she's talking oh bad goodness. about me. Tell me now about she's it. gossiping about me. So she's not my friend anymore. I don't think I have any friends. Blah blah blah. I'm like, how many friends? I'm like, I'm like, I I tell these kids all the time, the less friends, the better. And they look like you, like and you like, have three heads. They're like what? What and like mean? I'm like, more importantly, they should be like they should be like brother and sister to you. That's how, that's how small you want to get it to. And I'm and and now they're like, how many friends? What do you got? Three, four friends? 
Or if they're like, I got three or four friends. I'm like, well, you need to figure out how to get it down to two or three by, yeah, the, yeah. by the end of this week. But I'll just tell them like straight like that. Like, or I'll you need, even you need like, some real ones. Yes, and I'll even like when they tell me, oh, you know, this they did this to me. I just ask them like, so that's, that's why? Not, that's not your friend. Why are you their friend? I'm like, why right. is this person your friend? And they are they're always like confused. Like, uh, I don't know. It's the void. It's the void. <laughs> and then also like um. Like what you were saying about, uh, oh no, you weren't saying this, but something that I noticed was mm-hmm. that these kids will tell someone their whole life story when they've known them for two months. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I'm, <laughs> there was this one time where I was like, oh, how long you guys been friends? They're like, oh, forever. I'm like, they oh, do. where did you meet him? And then he's like, oh, when we started at Kelly in sixth grade. And they're still in sixth grade. I'm like, okay, so like three months ago, mm-hmm. six months ago, uh, like, it's like they have this. And they'll tell them their their deepest secrets too. Yes, and then deepest. they get upset like, when like, that person told them what spread their deeper secrets. Right, they get upset. And they and tell I see the big that mouths. Too. Oh yes, man. So I mean, that's like a little picture. I feel like that's a blurry picture of what's still happening in the lives of adults. Because mm-hmm. like as yeah. I'm, because I mean, I'm I feel like I'm relatively young, just turned twenty six. Mm-hmm. I can remember being in middle school. H- happy belated, by the way. You know, what <laughs> yes, saying sir. Gabe's birthday just oh, passed. Yeah. You know. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It was the chillest birthday ever. Uh, did a lot of learning. Relaxed. But anyway, so I'm like, as I continue, one thing I'm noticing is I'm not the youngest guy anymore. I'm not the youngest worker. I used yeah, to be happens, super bro. young. And now I'm like, I'm like noticing that people are like working with me. They're like 21, Fresh 22. out of college. And I'm like, dang, where did the, where did the time go? But anyway, the more I am moving forward in life the more i'm noticing that people never really lose the child in them mm-hmm. whether you I mean you could say you're as mature as you can but you can always sit in the back of any room all right so go, say go to any meeting mm-hmm. sit in the back keep your mouth shut and just observe yeah you can see where the class clown ended up yeah you can see where the insecure person ended up you can see where the int- attention seeker ended up. Every one of my trainings that I do for work, I do that. I'm, I sit down and I'm like, this person had to have been the class clown. Or this person had to have been the bully. Or this person had change. to have been the person that was bullied but got, finally got up in life. So it's like I feel like no matter what, we're all just immature. Mm-hmm. And you can become more mature, but at the end of the day, like, <laughs> even till even till you're you're elderly, yeah. You, you you ever look at a old, a old person and be like, I can see how this person acted in high school. Yes, and to be honest, it might not be too much different. You yeah. ninety years old cracking the same joke you was cracking at eighteen. But yes, how much yes, more though? Yes. If you're not, if you don't, if you don't become born again, that's you're gonna be gonna the same person to. your yes. whole life. You're gonna be. To the point where there's the people that keep the same baggage from high school. They have the same mm-hmm. grudges. Um, they crack the same jokes. They tell the same stories. They share the same highlights of their life. Like their glory days was this. Right. And like the, some of them even dress the same. It's like you look the same way you probably looked in high school. Yeah, The way yeah. you carry yourself. That's going to be me. Until you, nah, but until you, when you born again though, you. Right. You knew. 100%. But, you, oh, oh, I feel like it's. I maintain the um the childlike uh the youthfulness, like the beauty, the purity. Right. The youthfulness is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking mm. about the immaturity, the behavior, the behavior yep. even gossiping. The gossiping. You don't keep it. Uh, it's like 
Well, you yeah, talk, the so way like you're talking the, about that, this person, mm-hmm. that person. The true Christian, the truly regenerated, reborn person, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only scenario where you'll see the 180 change. Right. Because it's like, that's what's going to happen. It, if you, if God changes your heart, you're going to be a completely different person. Yep. So where it's noticeable. Like, I know you've noticed that people are like, oh, snap. He, when in the beginning, you're like, oh, you, he's not the same no more. Yep. Or like uh, people, like when I was younger, and like I said, I fluctuated throughout my whole life of being in church, being out of church. Mm-hmm. There were times where I was in church, um, and then my friend was like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, they sat down, like I almost had a mini intervention, because they're like, you're not cursing no more, we're not smoking no more, you're not drinking, yeah, like, what's, yeah. what's up? And I'm like, God, <laughs> God, God <laughs> is what's up. But it's like, that I will stand on a hill and say that. Truly, because you can look at the other worldviews, mm-hmm. and you, like I said, you can look at people who are older; they're still as immature as they were before, right. or they're still they're as hateful. Saying as Saying that before. the regenerated heart right. is the key. <clears throat> the regen, yeah, the regeneration of the heart. What Christ does to a heart is the key. That's why mm-hmm. you have cats like Seven, like hardcore gangsters, doing nothing but love now. Right. You know what I mean? People who've killed people, nothing but love. One right. thing that, and I mentioned this guy before, but the. The most like contrasted thing that I know of today is this guy named General Butt Naked. He was yeah, a you he was an African general. Like I still am almost like he went it, from, it, <laughs> even like he went even, from General Butt Naked to General Fully Clothed. <laughs> no, <laughs> knowing what I know about my life walk, the contrast of change in my own life, knowing what I know about figures like Paul or even brothers like you around me, like knowing the one hundred and eighty turnaround. It's almost like, and knowing all that, being humble, knowing that, seeing the planks in my own eye, mm-hmm. general butt naked is a person where I'm like, that's not fair. Dude right. sacrificed babies, ate babies, killed people, murdered villages, mm-hmm. and now he's a preacher. Now he's saved by the gospel. And God can change that. That's God's choice. He chose to save him, and I right. know it. But it's like, looking at that evil, I feel like dude was worse than Hitler at one point. But... Mm. Unless Hitler was out here eating babies, I'm not sure if he did, but definitely confirmed guy was eating, pulling the hearts out of people and eating them. And he's out here like he did. I mean, he by all means he he went about it the right way. He went to the to the courts, he went to the countries, he's like, yo, I've done this. Persecute me, kill me, murder me, mm-hmm. do what you want to me. But by God's grace, spared him. He spared him. And not only that, he chosen to to turn him around. Like you don't see that in any other scenario right. but the regenerated heart. And and I, I love it too, because you have your apo- apologetics and your and your um defending of the faith and your scripture and your biblical evidence with, with the archaeology and proven prophecy, all that. Thorough necessary. But then the stories of the regenerated hearts the testimonies. is like the icing on the cake. The testimony yes. of well, on top of all that truth. That that we've just shown to you through our studies. There's also Look this at this person's experiential life before grace. and yes. after. How can you explain that? One hundred percent. The experience like, we call that experiential revelation of God. Mm. It's like yes, we we have these debates, we have all this knowledge, but when you look at the individual, like John Lennox says, Doctor John Lennox, he's like, I see it all thousands of times throughout my life. Like, we can have all this, and yes, I'm a scientist working at Oxford, and I'm believing Christ, and I can show you through um, 
the design of the universe, how mm-hmm. it just points to God and everything, to our bodies, to our irises, to our fingerprints, like all of this intricate design and, yep. and all these other kind of uh, arguments for yep. the case for Christ and the case for God. But it comes down to seeing someone, how they were, and then how they are now. But it's like all walks of faith. Right. You have the gangster turned to lover. You have the the rich person turned from evil to good. Like all yeah. rich, poor, all in between. It's interesting. It's the, the redemption. Right. Because you can almost say that one of the arguments against Christianity, oh, it's a crutch. You suck at life. You have a horrible life. So you need a, you right. need a you're, heaven. You're weak. You need a heaven to move forward and live because you just you're horrible. But then Kanye slaps that in the face. Rich at the highest of highest. Yep. Does whatever he wants. Has whatever he wants. Four thousand acre ranch in Wyoming. Yep. Turns his life to Christ. Well, Christ enough. decides to change his life. So like yes, the regeneration of the heart. Them interpersonal uh, examples definitely like points to it that's what makes it most real in my life because mm-hmm. i mean i can know all this stuff right and i don't know a lot like i just so I'm a, I'm a little tiny baby um in knowledge but it's the experience like right. knowing what i was how i thought to now right it's like wow it's amazing what god can do and we were talking about um you well you was talking about people and how, how they can stay pretty much the same their whole mm-hmm. lives like the, the the maturity level in their behavior can stay the same well into their adult years um but i love how in the regenerated heart the born again believer it's like it's like removing the bad for the most part and then heightening the good yes. so like you get like gabe myself you know prior to to christ and, and really surrendering we had some some perks, you know what I'm saying? If we were to die like several years before Christ, all they're going to talk about is the good things. Yeah, yeah. You hear that all the time. Oh, he was such a good person. I mean, she was, uh, you know. Ain't nobody going to bash anybody at their funeral right, in, right. Pu- publicly. Right. But it's like you can pull the good things from from people's lives. and But I feel like when you're born again, it's like those those areas are heightened. Well, yeah, definitely. Whereas, definitely. The, whereas the negatives are, are essentially removed. There's 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 some battles that'll linger, um, which I've noticed your thorns in your flesh, which certain things you're gonna wrestle with, pop, perhaps your entire life. They keep yeah. they keep you humble, mm-hmm. um, and they they force you to to cling to Christ rather than thinking I'm good now. Thanks God, I got it from here. Nah, but for the most part, at least in my life, he's completely plucked sinful things, completely plucked them. And then has heightened the things that were already working well in my mm-hmm. life. It's just made it that much better um, to the point where I'm reaching my, I can now, I can reach my full potential of who he designed me to be. Whereas without, without God, not reaching my full potential. And um, I think about that all the time with me as a believer now with this God perspective on humanity, I look at other people like, I love you so much. I just wish you knew Christ so you could just grow in in, in every area of your life. Like yes. I know for a fact that you could be so much more if you just give it over to God. Like let let him lead you 
in your life the way your life was supposed to be. So I, I really value human, humanity in that sense that I'm like, I see the good in you, but how much greater could you be? And not great in like power and authority, popularity, anything like that, but how much more of your potential can you tap into the person that God uh, made you to be? And ultimately it's a, it's impact. I really, I really see that it's a, it's a, it's a level of impact that you can have in your, in your life because that's what it's all about. That's the serving people part because you, you love God, yeah. allow him to, to transform you. And now you can have, when I say you can be a greater you, it's to serve other people. Mm -hmm. It's to spread this gospel. It's to be a better witness. Right. Um, yeah, I agree, man. And like I said, we were talking earlier about like looking, looking at your life and how God has changed it and molded you. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, first and foremost, he does it through his word, mm -hmm. but also like going back to having your, your circle um, just in like the last few months um just my getting so into like what it is to have reverence for god mm -hmm. and then like having this almost it was almost like it, it became this like rigid structure almost fell into legalism then got out of legalism almost fell into hyper calvinism where like I said earlier, there is nothing that you can do. It's just all going to happen no matter what. Right. And then just like recently um, falling in love with uh, the creator's creation. Mm -hmm. And so like how you were saying, like you see the beauty in it. Um, And so like I feel like God is heightening the love your neighbor part in me. I'm starting to see it. I've been seeing it and it's just been so beautiful. Mm. Um, just like the, just the extent of the contrast that I'm seeing from me five, six months ago, maybe a year ago to now. Um, the part about Christ saving me, biblical doctrines, solid on that as far as like not knowing all of them i don't know all, i don't know the full extent and mm -hmm. I, I i fully believe that no one on this earth in this lifetime can just learn that god is just too mysterious and majestic to be able to hold in your mind and so like yes we can know things and there's there's systematic theology and you can break these things down but like just like god's a deity like how can like just looking at god and and knowing that God is the source of life. Not only did he kickstart the life, but he sustains it. Right. What I mean by that, and what I'm trying to say, is that I love how God moves. So not only does he hold us accountable by his word and what and the truth that was revealed by him, but revealed truths, passions, and uh, method of operations in our brothers and sisters around us. Amen. So, like I said, like your your diligence is is um something that sticks out to me, like your diligence and and wanting to go deeper and just how efficient you are with what you do in in the areas of your life that God has chosen to like he created you with these passions amen and so one of the i mean one of the things and many things, my brother, that I get from you and learn from you, one of them is your diligence. 
Another thing from Colton, his love for creation, but his correctness and thoroughness when it comes to like biblical doctrine, like he's not in love with creation, rather he's in love with the creator and what the creator has done. Right. And so I can see where, I can see how God has used different people in my life to influence me, to get me to the goal. Right. To get me to his plan. Right. And so I think that's beautiful. I think that's why... I feel like whatever whoever's listening right now, what you should get from this is, like we said, love God first, love your neighbor, surround yourself with like-minded people, and really uh, move in that. Be that chain link fence. Mm-hmm. Like, be that Spartan on the field. You are your brother's shield. You are your sister's shield. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that's something that. God gave me that. I never moved like that. I never moved with that thought in my mind. Never, ever. Mm -hmm. Always was an introvert. Never wanted to be around people. Always thought that I was alone in the world. But in a sense, it was weird. It was weird. Like, when I came from, weird. Yeah. But just just seeing how God just chose to do it, it's just so beautiful, man. And so, like I said, looking six months back, looking a year back, Never would have ever thought that I would be in the mindset I am in today. Mm-hmm. You, you've, you've heard it. You've seen my ups and downs. You've seen like my, in these past two years that we've known each other, you've seen where I've come from, where like, um, I almost thought like we should do nothing to move forward the kingdom and God does it all Right. to knowing God, loving God, having that as a solid rock foundation. And then now just put in your complete 100% effort into getting what your goal is, getting what your passion is. Right. Having the biblical foundation, but also moving accordingly, moving correct to build an empire if you want. Amen. Because you can do it. And yeah. I think I think that's gonna um segue us into one of our future episodes, which is um the uh the extent of this ministry. It? So we're not gonna go there tonight. Oh yeah, we didn't touch it. But but Man. but but just to add on to what you're saying and and this will be like a little bit of a cliffhanger into some, into a future podcast episode. But um, God has put these things on our heart. Mm-hmm. And, and like you're saying, it's a pretty new revelation for all of us. And it was sparked again. It was, it was kindled, I should say, uh, by Colton. Like, I feel like he threw another log on that fire. Yeah. When, when we had, when we had Colton on the pod, the first podcast. And he said like, now I'm now free to do this with a level of excellence and to, to right. really go hard at it. Mm-hmm. And you're saying it's not, not the ultimate gain, not being gain, but it's just cause I'm free to serve Christ with this capacity. And I've been shown and, and able to do so. Um, so I'm excited for the next level of this ministry because I, I wrestle with the things that he puts on my heart with like, man, God, why am I so a, obsessed with this why am i so passionate yeah, yeah, yeah. why am i so passionate about this and what exactly do you want me to do with it and i'm just glad that i even speak to him about it first because i know that i'm not neglecting him in the matter right um but he really does put some things on my heart heavy and and um and i'm starting to learn how he wants me to move forward and who he wants me to do it for and we can't say enough what we've said probably four times throughout this podcast and that is the number one thing is to love God so he can help you to love your neighbor, so he can enable you to love your neighbor. 
And right. you know, we it's he God is a God of relationship in the sense that first we have relationship with him, we get to know him. As we get to know him, we get to know who we are and who we are in him. And now we can have a right more so right relationship with other people, the people around us, the community around us, yeah, the nation yeah. around us. Right. Like, yeah. What are we doing? What are we gonna do with this time on this earth? We're not neglecting people, it's just not just me and God frolicking through the fields until he takes me home. No, it's me consulting with God, building in that relationship so I can go out and be effective and impactful. Right. And you know what? That's um it makes me think I would I, I would love to just cut it right there, but I have this idea. I have this thought. <laughs> if it's not a good thought, we'll cut <laughs> we'll it. We'll cut it. <laughs> chop me off. Uh I have this idea. It's like looking at Christ, it's extremely evident mm -hmm. that that's how he moved. You can see it in Peter, like, Lord, don't don't say that to them or don't go to them. Yeah. Or, but you can see that Christ moved like that. That's Christ-like, to, to be among the dead, right. to be among the sinner, to, to break bread with them. Don't stay there and conform, which I mean, Christ was Christ, so he just did that. It was impossible for that to happen, right? Because he came here with a mission, but <clears throat> um, it, it's it's what I'm trying to get at is I almost can't believe that I didn't see this earlier mm -hmm. because it's so riddled throughout scripture where it's not just. You and God, and and like you said, frolicking, frolicking to a field, but it's culture, community, mm -hmm. like being embedded in it, People. and being the light, being the salt. Like right, <laughs> you can't have a. They used to preserve meat with salt. Right, right. You can't have the meat in a barrel and the salt in another barrel. The meat's gonna go rotten. Right. So when Christ says you're the salt of the earth, or when that Bible says that. We're not just flavoring things. We're preserving them. Mm -hmm. It's a deeper thing. You're not just the flavor. Right. Yes, it was for flavor, but most importantly, without the salt, it'll go to flames. It'll go to hell. And so, God bless you, brother. You going to take that out too? Take the sneeze out? Maybe. <laughs> there was a sneeze. I heard it. <laughs> no. And so, I can't believe I didn't see it in scripture before. Mm. But that's like I said, it goes back to community, man. It goes back to having different minds and how we're all one body. Right. I feel like that's why that's why the Bible just stresses that we are the body. Like it's not we are the individuals in and we must move individually. Right. And we're and but, we're also not the collective that stays to ourselves. Right. And does our little Bible studies and our church sessions mm -hmm. and then we stick to ourselves, we neglect everybody else. Right. Nah. The most, the most, yeah, yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Get around people, man. I feel like that's gonna be the the main call of this. Um. So yeah, that's how I've noticed. That's what I've been noticing lately is like how God can use others to influence you. Because I mean, we're all made in, in the image of God, and so like that's the beauty. You can see like the the different like attributes of mm -hmm. what it is to have a regenerate heart, what it is to be a Christian, and be changed by Christ. And also have like the individual passion, right? And so I think it's so important um, to notice that, cherish it, and respect it. You know what I mean? Like, Amen. don't try to come up here and they're like, 
don't try to come up to somebody and say, yo, forget about your passions. This is, that's not relevant. Do this. Right. Like, no, respect them and, and, and love it. But I feel like also it is always going to be a lifelong. It's always going to be lifelong. I feel like uh, it'll always be a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but definitely like I'm appreciating it and I'm like enjoying it. It's a journey, man. It's a journey. Yeah. Yes, and we think we got it all figured out, man. It's new revelation. Oh my goodness! Tell new, me about a it. A new way of a new. Just a, when I think I'm out, they pull me back, back in. in. <laughs> Scarface, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, nah, one of those. Um, not Scarface. One of the gangster flicks, right? One of the gangster flicks. Yep. Yeah, man. Oh me man, back in. it's so hilarious because there have been like significant times where I'm like, oh, I, got, I understand, I got this now. And it's just like you got it all figured. There he out. goes again, and God just pours my cup out violently, mm-hmm. and shows me how I don't have it all figured out, and how I need Him ever more. It's the beauty of it, man. The it's, more, you, the deeper you go in, the more you need Him. It's the growth. Mm-hmm. It's the growth, and it's the seasons. It's where He needs you to be when He needs you to be there. Yeah, it's just, so amazing. You just let Him use us. Yeah, man, I love it. Is that a wrap? It's twelve. It's twelve eighty-five minutes in. Something like that might be shorter because of the cuts, but no, um, it's eighty-five minutes. Uh, either way, it's a wrap. Ah. It's a wrap, man. Um, we're we're gonna call this episode "Ode to Colton." Ode to Colton. <laughs> Congratulations, Colton. No, I'm joking. We're not, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, brother. Uh, love all our brothers and sisters. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah! Before we close it out, um, make it known to those who are in your circle how much they mean to you. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's important too, um, because I'm always humbled by it. Like, whenever like you or you know Colton or Lewis or Antonio, um, whenever they say anything good about me to me, I'm like, yeah. I'm happy you see that. I don't see it, but that means a lot to me. <laughs> I think I'm a wretch, but I appreciate hey, that. Hey, bro. Uh, Ain't too many people sitting in this basement with me, so. You're right. You're you always welcome here, brother. Hey, man. Thank you, Brody. No doubt. Love you. That's the closest compliment you're going to get from me. <laughs> nah, <I was> <laughs> dirty, <I'm> stinking <laughs> rat. <laughs> nah, I don't, know. I don't be throwing around compliments too much. I get I get that from, from my family, but uh, yeah, nah, you're a real one, bro, and I've Appreciate always had a tight you. circle, and you made it. You made the cut, so. Amen, bro. You're not in the circle yet, but you get that. Now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Whatever I can work to do to so earn you're in it. The circle. You are the circle, my dude. <laughs> Honestly, I man. am the it's circle. You is my wife. Is my mom. His family, of course. Blood that's family. All, that's 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 what's all about, man. Yeah. Keep it tight. Louis, Antonio, Colton, love all you guys. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys individually. It's really real. Man. Well, shoot, my last right. my last thoughts is love God, love neighbor, follow the follow the desires that He's put on your heart by trusting Him and growing in your faith. Amen. Amen. Peace. Peace.